Hello there. Why don't you join us on a secret dog walk? Today we're walking in the woods and uh, it is wet. Damn wet. We have four dogs with us. We have Saba. We have Rufus. We have Bonbon. Cherry. Makes up the, the group. So, Cherry is a black lab. Bonbon is a French bulldog. Rufus is a cockapoo. And Saba is a puggle. Saba's wearing a coat today because it is cold and wet. And she is getting on a little bit. So, her owner's left out her coat for her this morning. Now, Rufus, you can come off as us. So, Saba's off. Rufus is off. Bonbon is off. And Cherry's off. Right, let's go then. Bonbon's off to do a wee straight away. Oh, I'll just wrap the uh, the leads around my neck. One of them had been dragged through the uh, through the mud, so it's disgusting. It's all rubbing on my coat. See, it's at this time of year. Come on, everyone. It's at this time of year that you know you took on the job for love. So it certainly wasn't for the weather. I actually quite enjoy the rain. If you're wrapped up warm... Oh, hold on. Excuse me a second. Bonbon's currently doing a big poo. <laughs> uh, this happened yesterday. Whatever she's eating, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bonbon, I shouldn't be laughing. Bonbon, wait there. Whatever she is eating, it's uh, it's, it's like she she's eating some grass or something, and it's uh, it's holding in one long poo. And as she does a poo, she sort of walks off, and it hasn't fallen off. She's still hang, hanging out like a uh, string of sausages. Now. I realise we've probably just lost a load of people. Don't worry, this isn't some canine scatological podcast where we simply describe the state of dog stools. But if it makes me laugh, I'm going to mention it. So, uh, yeah, that happened yesterday. I had to, like, put a uh, poo bag over my hand. Literally grab it and pull it out of the bun sort of turned around and scowled at me. I'm there to help, Bonbon, I'm there to help. Ah, right, so Samba's done one too. Just need to pick this up. Good girl, Bonbon, it's all right. Looking slightly sorry for herself because it's, it's wet and it's cold. Who can blame her? Right, come on, everyone. Good girl, Cherry. So, three girls, one boy today. Good boy, Rufus. Yeah, it's raining quite hard. But it was. It's not quite as hard as it was a few minutes ago when I was in the van, so I feel quite fortunate about that. 
but um, yeah, it's a miserable day. As I say, yeah, so I was saying that I, I quite like walking in the, uh, the rain. It um, makes you feel like you're in nature. Saba, leave it, come on. Oh, I do apologise to anyone who, uh, again, really didn't enjoy the, the poo aspect at the start there, but Saba's currently scoffing some other creature's poo. Saba, that is disgusting. Come on. Just looking at me like, yeah, and what are you going to do about it? Yuck. See, I only invited you to come on the walk. I offer you the truth. I'm not going to make stuff up. I'm not going to hide stuff. Dogs poo on dog walks. My job is to pick it up. If you don't like it, well, I've still got to pick it up, so sorry about that. Come on, Cherry. Good girl, Cherry. Yay, that's right. Good girl. Oh, she suddenly broke out into a gallop running towards me. That was lovely to watch. <sighs> so, yeah, when you're outside in the rain, splashing through the puddles in your wellies, I know this, this is easy to say when you're wearing relatively new wellies with like a, an inner sock that came with the wellies that keep your feet warm. A nice dry coat and a, a hat keeps your head dry. Walking along when just the ends of your fingers are feeling a bit cold and the rest of you is all a bit warm. And you are ostensibly dry thanks to uh, what you're wearing. It's easy to say that walking in the rain is nice. If I was in shorts and t-shirt, this would be horrible. There's no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate clothing. So wherever we're walking today, we've been here several times before. Uh, you can probably hear the traffic. I can see it from here. There's uh, two fences between us and the traffic, don't worry. We are in the woods, on a path that runs along the outside of the woods. And there's a, a, a big main road next to us. In a few minutes we'll be turning away from there and you won't be able to hear it. Then all of a sudden the bird song becomes a bit more obvious. <coughs> yeah, apologies for that, I got a bit of a cough. Don't think it's coronavirus because I've been a bit uh, mucusy. Well, let's just call it what it is. I've been a bit snotty, snotty as well, so it's just a cold. I don't think I'm going to die of coronavirus anytime soon. I have a bit of a theory about this. Hopefully this won't come back to bite me, and this, uh, this will age well. But um, I'm not particularly scared of coronavirus. I think the people that it's killing the people who are already in hospital ill they're already in hospital or they're old they've been weakened in some way the immune system is not up to it and these are the people who die of flu every year 
I mean, they don't die every year, but it's those groups that are dying every year from flu. But we're used to flu. We're not scared of flu. Flu makes us a bit ill and then we're okay. We know flu takes out the old and the weak. And everyone's used to it. But um, suddenly now, this thing's got a name. And everyone's panicking a bit. Um, now I know coronavirus, or COVID-19, they want to call it, is new and we don't have any... Uh, inoculations against it like we do with some flu but, but that, I mean the flu is constantly evolving anyway I think every year if we were to give a name to a strand of flu and see how many people it kills and write headlines about it it'd be identical to what we're facing now um, I'm not trying to sound like I don't care about the people who are going to die I'm just saying happens every year just this year we've given it a name it's similar to uh, in the old days when I say the old days I mean like five years ago used to get bad weather used to get, have a storm used to, used to rain a lot for a few days since they've started giving the storms names Kira and Dennis and stuff like that they just seem way worse is the uh is the media just giving more attention to it because it's got a name? Well, anyway, that's my views. Probably in three weeks when we're all dead from coronavirus, I'll be looking a bit silly. Oh, never mind. Oh, Sabi, your coat's coming off. Come here, sweetums. Come here, come here, come here, come here. Come here, this is no good, is it? Let's strap this round you again. Poor Sabi. The, uh, the Velcro on her coat would come undone at the front. It was hanging off her. Let's try taking some pictures of the dogs. Here we go, that's all four of them. So I don't know if you can hear the squelching under my feet, but uh, it's very muddy. Some of the dogs don't really like the mud. Others just charge straight through it. And they love it. I do have a uh, portable shower with me in the van. I like to clean their feet after we're done. You never know when... Um, like, I don't know if you've heard of it, but there's a thing called... Alabama rot and to my knowledge there's not been any cases of it around here but I'd hate to be the first person to find it Saba! Saba this way! 
Good girl, Saba. Come on, Cherry. Saba's going towards the road. She wasn't going to get to it because the fences are there, but... Yeah, so Alabama rot is like some bacteria that lives in mud, gets onto the dog's paws, and then starts to eat away at their flesh. You get kidney failure and stuff. And there's been cases of it. There's been like a couple of cases in the UK over the past year or two. Nowhere near here, but if you just wash their feet after you're done, then um, if the bacteria is there, it gives them a better chance of uh, the bacteria not getting to eat, eat away at the dog's feet. So I try to wash their feet. You can only do your best. Do everything you can to help them. Been quite chatty this morning. So I don't know what you're doing. Are you washing up? Are you going on a walk yourself? It's nice to have you along anyway. Genuinely is. I genuinely mean that. Some, sometimes this job can be quite lonely and uh, if anyone wants to see me currently now walking along talking to myself, they might think, God, he's flipped. But it's nice to have someone to talk to. Yeah. Isn't that nice? Right, I'm going to call Cherry and see if I can get her to, to run again. Take a picture. Cherry! Come on, Cherry. Oh, that's it. What a great sprint. What a gallop. Yeah. Good girl, Cherry. Good girl, Cherry. Yeah, good girl. Good girl. Now, here's the problem. She gallops. When she gets closer to you, she slows down. What you eat, but then she's too far away on the picture. She's too small on the screen. <laughs> what you really want is for her to gallop straight up to you and past you. Which Huntington on the afternoon walks will do because he loves running. But Cherry just wants to run to you. First world problems. Boy Rufus. So um, I cannot believe it, that it's March already. That's mental. This year's flying by. I mean, before you know it, 2020 is going to be over. And the 2020s are going to be over. It's all just getting faster and faster. So I. Uh, started dog walking uh, three years ago and then well under three years ago actually and then um, when I first started I was working for 
another, another dog walker who'd been based in Slough, but was injured, had to take some time off work. And uh, it wasn't great pay, but I saw it as like an apprenticeship to see how I do with walking dogs every day. And I loved it, it was great. I was only walking solo walks, not group walks. But I drive to Slough every day, walk these three dogs, drive home again. I loved it, it was great. I did it for... Uh, I did it for about just under four months. And then I started working at a daycare place. Now the thing is, that four months initially seemed like forever, because that's all I ever knew in dog walking. And when I started working at the daycare place, I think it was after about eight months before I'd picked up enough of my own clients to just break out on my own. But as the time was going faster and faster, I, when I think back, it seems to me that the four months was longer than the eight months I spent at the daycare. I then picked up another dog, or one of the first dogs I picked up, Cherry, Saba, Saba, leave it, come on, leave it. She's eating poo. We're just coming up to someone now, hold on a second. Saba, leave it, come on. Come on, this way. Hiya. This way. Rufus, Rufus, come on. Rufus, good boy. Saba, come on. Good girl. Yeah, so one of the first full-time dogs I picked up. Walked her for um, 18 months until, until the owner died and the dog went elsewhere. So I kind of feel like I walked her forever as well. Although it's been it's been about five or six months since the owner died, and it would be no time at all before I didn't walk her longer than I did walk her. If that makes sense, that's quite upsetting, really. I think you just need to accept that life's constantly accelerating. Saba, Saba, what is that in your mouth? What is hanging out? Oh, she was eating, like some poo or something. She's got like a blade of grass hanging out of her mouth. It's just disgusting. I don't want to grab it. There's obviously been in the poo. Saba, oh, good girl, you dropped it now, good girl. It was like flapping around this little browny, stringy, God knows what. Come on, Cherry.
That's mud is inches and inches thick. Thank God for wellies. Come on, you two. Cherry, Rufus. Good boy, Rufus. Come on, Cherry. So, uh, regular listeners might be thinking, well, just had to stop then because I thought Cherry was going to splash me in the mud as she ran past. Regular listeners might be wondering, where's Lucas today? Well, Lucas apparently ate something on Tuesday night, which made him sick. So he couldn't be walked yesterday. He's still not better today. Poor Lucas. Lucas is now my longest standing dog. I've been walking him longer than any other dogs I walk. Trying to figure out who's next. Because there's a few I had who I got rid of. Just because uh, didn't have space for them or they were just a lot of work. So I'm in quite a good place at the minute. All the dogs I walk are awesome. with a couple of other awesome dogs I've got a couple of spaces to fill but I don't want to fill them with people who just want the odd walk when they're busy I'm not interested in that if you're listening to this and you want to get a dog walker when you phone up and say oh hiya, yeah, I got your number from another dog walker that's a red flag because why didn't that dog walker want to walk your dog and then the next thing they say is, yeah, I just need like, you know, the odd walk, which to them sounds like the sort of thing that you can fit in easily. But might end up being regularly two dogs, sorry, two dog walks a week on different days. Which means if you get someone who wants to uh, have five walks a week, well, you can only do three because that slot's been partly taken up if you want a dog walker phone up and say I need five walks a week they'll say yes unless it's a collie collies are nightmares I, I would say no to collies I love collies, collies are great I don't think they're pets they're working dogs they need to be working they need to be active all day Otherwise they get bored, start ripping stuff up. When they do go out, they're too hyper. Wow, I have not shut up today. Another walk, so I'm kind of conscious because I've spent large portions of it just walking. <laughs> not talking. Rufus has picked up a big stick, struggling to hold it in his teeth. 
what he wants is for no one to come and pinch it off him. What he wants is for people to come and try and pinch it off him. Otherwise, what's the point? Come on, Rufus. Fortunately, neither Cherry nor Bonbon nor Sab are particularly bothered about his stick. Sab just ran past because she thought she could smell something. Rufus picked up and ran away. Thinking, yeah, the game starts. I did pick up a, uh, an ad hoc dog recently. I must confess, though, there was a woman who got, got in contact. She, um, she doesn't live that close to me. She lives quite far away. But she's staying quite close to me, her and the family, because the house burnt down. Well, there was a fire in the house, anyway. Caused by the dog, turning on the toaster accidentally. So, while they're getting everything sorted, before they can move back, she needs a dog walker closer to where she is. So it's not permanent, and uh, sometimes some people just need a break. So I said yes to her. It was only fair. We'll be walking here this afternoon. I've already squelched around here. Imagine doing cross country here if you were a kid. God, it'd be depressing. You come back mud all the way up to your knees. This way. We used to cross country in school when I was a kid. It was awful. I think one of the things I didn't like about it was it wasn't particularly competitive. I mean, it was for some kids, the really fast kids up at the front. It was competitive for them. But then, for everyone else, it was just a question of just getting round. Boring, really. In my year, there was a there was a kid who was the national champion at cross country. So, so he'd win. Everyone else just sort of came round after. 
At least if you were playing like basketball or something, there'd be a score. You were on the winning team, you were on the losing team, trying to pull back the score. Football, rugby, all the same. Another really dull one we once did was um, javelin. We used to do PE. You'd have like all the kids in the year doing PE at the same time. Split up into groups of like four. So we had like a quarter of all the boys in our year taking turns to throw two javelins. So you spent PE just stood in the queue, getting cold. Pointless, really. I think I might have said this before, but why don't they teach boys, especially, to dance? I can't dance, I don't like dancing. But if I've been taught how to, I'd probably do it more. People who can dance are going to be more successful and as they grow up and being viewed as a potential sexual partner. Which, let's face it, is the only reason anyone does exams to get a job, to earn money, to buy things, isn't it? That's what it all boils down to. Instead of doing all that, just teach your kids how to dance so they can approach a nightclub in 10 years' time with a bit of confidence. I don't know. What do I know? What I do know is you could turn 85% of the kids in a class into a more confident adult, more successful with the uh, with their preferred gender group, and you could by discovering one amazing javelin thrower every 20 years. Come on, Saba. You did a wee or a poo? Oh, just a wee. Good girl. Come on, Cherry. Good girl, Cherry. Yeah. Rain's actually that bad now. It's uh, it's brightened up somewhat. Now you know you got it made in a job when you're quite happy with the fact it's raining. Then you're even happier when it stops. <laughs> Smug mode enabled. It just seems weird, but people actually pay me to do this job. Just walking dogs in the woods. I take care of them, I'm responsible, I look after the keys. I do it well. It still blows my mind that people pay me to do this.
Ooh, that was a quiet patch, wasn't it? Walking along, getting a bit deep in thought. Right, so we've walked down to the far end of the woods, and now there's another busy road not far away from us. So you might be able to hear some cars going past again. I've quite enjoyed this morning. It's been nice having you along. I used to do uh, a couple of other podcasts with other people. I think I quite like this one. It's just me. I have actually accidentally missed a couple of weeks. Or one of them I missed on purpose. Didn't matter. At the time there was virtually no listeners. There's virtually no listeners anyway. So um yeah. Actually I was on Twitter the other day and I had a notification come up for uh, the account for this podcast. I had a look and someone liked one of my tweets. I wasn't tweeting about anything, it was just tweeting out that you could listen to this episode. Don't know if that person had listened to it. If they did, and you're listening, thank you very much. It's exciting. We're still new. Other podcasts I've done have been quite heavily pushed and promoted. This one, I'm just sort of leaving it out there for people to find if they're looking, find by accident. Enjoy it, not enjoy it. Tell people, not tell people. See how it can grow on its own. If it's any good, it'll grow. If it's not, well, still quite nice having someone to talk to. Good boy, Rufus. Rufus having a bit of a shake there, covered in mud. Right, so, Saba's coat is uh, looking a bit bedraggled again, you could say. The, uh, the Velcro looks like it could be coming off at some point. But she's doing alright. Bonbon's looking alright. Cherry's looking wet. She's got one of these coats that just clings to the water. And Rufus is looking muddy. Rufus likes to just race around. Sniffing at things. Good boy, Rufus. Yeah, he just come back to us. Let's get a quick picture of everyone. Rufus! Rufus, this way! Come here! Good boy! Here we go. Everyone except Cherry on that one. Let's get a picture of Cherry. There we go. Right. Time to head back towards the, uh, the side of the woods where we start. The forest. See now, I don't think I do have coronavirus because I've coughed twice now on this walk. That doesn't sound particularly ill to me. Oh, just another dog coming up behind us. Someone must be catching up with us. If that is the case... And Cherry! There's a lot of dogs coming. Rufus! Good boy, Rufus. Right, before they catch up with me, this all gets awkward, I'm going to say thank you for joining us on a secret dog walk. And cut. And as promised earlier, you can contact me on the following. On email, I'm on podcast at secretdogwalks.com. And on Twitter, you can find me 
on at Secret Dog Walks. Thank you very much.